Hello again. Welcome to another episode of Leading from Alignment with our good friend, John Obolowski. How are you today, John? Jim, I'm good. It's good to be with you this morning. Good. Right back at you. I, I really enjoyed this series where we've been talking about really kind of building up to this, the, the formation of culture and, yeah. and so forth. And I, I, I really like the last several weeks. I think it's very important because we are evolving again from pandemic to endemic, uh, coming out of some very difficult seasons where everybody yes. had nothing to do but be upset about something. I feel like churches are coming together again, that there's an opportunity that God is sending us a wave. And any, every surfer knows if, man, if you don't catch the wave, you miss the wave. Mm-hmm. And if you, you know, if you paddle just right and get on the wave, the wave does most of the work. Mm-hmm. You That's just good. stay in balance on the wave. And I, I really feel like these are times together been helping people catch that wave and let it do most of the work. So inter- introduce to us uh, our topic today for Pod 130. Yeah, so we're, we're going to wrap up this series of pods, Jim, on, uh, with the subject of the value of meaningful values. Um, yeah. You know, I, I, I think uh, I, I've worked for organizations in the past where values were created, but they didn't mean anything. And, <laughs> um, and, and in fact, instead of inspiring people, they, they, um, they uh, inspired people to be cynical. Because yeah. uh, you know the values were were pasted on the wall, but there was no they they, they didn't mean anything in terms of behavior or right. uh, ac- accountability, and so that's yeah. why I I wanted to title it meaningful values. Um, yeah, you know, so we've talked about vision, which has to do with destination. We've talked about a playbook, which is the the plays that we're going to run to move us toward that destination. We talked last week about uh, right people with the right stuff, because we know how important, you know, it is to have people in the right slots, you know, doing what God has created them to do. And so I think, I think what we're going to talk about today, we'll put a bow on, on those three uh, things that we've talked about so far. I, I believe this, that a church or a business won't get to the, to the goal line without fuel. Yeah. And the culture that is created by meaningful values provides that fuel. Yes. So I, I want yeah. you to think about, I want those who are listening and watching to you, think about culture like gasoline. It's like fuel. Um, now, if you pour gasoline on a fire, bad things happen, right? I mean, uh, yeah. but if you put gasoline and it's used properly, uh, it actually helps you get somewhere. And, and right. so I'd like to explore that with you today. I, I think values or core, you know, core values is another way of stating what we're really talking about here are our behaviors. I mean, in their simplest yeah. Yeah. form, right? Yeah. It, it, you know, vision, like I said, answers the question where a playbook answers the question what and the right people with the right stuff answers the question who right. um, values answer the question how, right? How do we behave around here? And, yeah. and so these values are what I've termed, I think I coined this actually, organizational rumble strips. Yeah. And when I hit a rumble strip on the freeway, I automatically course correct. Um, yeah. I know I bumped into something, it shakes me up and I move to the center. I get back in my lane. And I think that's how, uh, th- that's how I think about value. So uh, you might be listening or watching today and wondering, well, 
I mean, how do I get started with this? How do I get my arms around this whole idea right. of value? So that's what I'd like us to accomplish today, Jim, is talking. And, and I think I think this next part is really important to our listeners and our watchers because you cannot just adopt somebody else's values. That's right. You know, well, they're successful. Let's take Coca-Cola's values. Like they're, they're selling Coke. You know what I mean? Let's well, this church was successful. Let's take their values. Like God, God has a vision for your community, your business, your family. And these values have to come from him. Would you agree with that? That they this is not just a copy and paste off of something successful. No, I mean this, these I a hundred percent agree with you that that I can't take some some other organization's values and lay them, overlay them on what we're doing. If you try to do that, you'll fail. Yes. You'll you not only fail, you'll create a sense of like like in the business world where I saw this, you'll create a sense of cynicism with people. Right. When you try to talk about it again, they'll think, oh, yeah, here we go again with, right. you know, the values discussion. So I'd like, yeah. to st- I'd like us to start with talking about how to identify yeah. what our core it. values are. And I, and I think there's just questions you need to ask yourself organizationally, right? Uh, we yeah. had yeah. Uh, Jenny Catron on our yeah. podcast, of, I don't know, it was a, quite a while ago, talking about this very subject. And, and, she's, and she said it this way. Here's some questions to ask. And I love how Jenny put this. So I'm just going to relay yeah. what she said. She, she said, ask yourself this question. What do we look like when we're at our best organizationally? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, is this trait inherent and natural for us? Mm-hmm. Ha- here's another one. Has it been apparent in the organization for a long time? Um, and then she added this to it. And I thought this was really interesting. She says, what do we wish we looked like at our best? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, because Jenny believes this and I, and I, I agree with her that there is a degree of aspiration to the values, but it shouldn't yeah. be so aspirational that it's laughable, you know, that right. It's right. Yeah. Ridiculous. Right. So that's a series of questions. Here's one I'd like to add to that. So think about this. If I could clone anybody in our business, if I could clone anybody on my team or anybody in our church, who would that be? And yeah. why? And why? Right. What stands yeah. out about them that would make me want 10 more just like them? And this gives you clues yeah. into your values. Give me, give me some feedback on that, Jim. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm just nodding my head. I, uh, I agree completely. I remember the time we talked to Jenny about this. And I like that you added that extra one because I, we actually had this experience. We had failure after failure in our men's ministry through the years, through decades. And so I got a group of 30 guys over to my house for breakfast and I respected them. And I said, tell me how you became you. And that dry erase board, fill it in. What was it? When did it happen? Who was involved? That became really the iteration of, of the men's ministry that we have today is we just listened to those that we wanted more of and, and created a culture around their processes that got them there, realizing that their culture was ours. We just didn't have language for it. Yeah. And, I, and I think the other thing, too, is we were allowing things that were not a part of our culture because we wanted to have an, a good men's ministry. Mm-hmm. But it, it, if, it, if, it, if anything in your church, in your life, in your family runs contradictory to God's will, God's culture, it eventually falls and fails or he has to be confronted. And it's very painful. It's very yeah. time consuming, very energy draining. So I think that's brilliant. I, I think that to find up front who we are, why we're here, what we're doing, how we're going to do it, who we're going to do it with these last series of podcasts. Mm-hmm. And now let's go do it. I, it makes perfect sense um, unless you're in the day-to-day battles where you don't have time to think about. So right. 
take time to think about it. And I'm glad you just said that. So, you know, you might be thinking, okay, this sounds great. I've got these questions to ask. What's, what's the best setting for that? I think if you're a lead pastor, let's use that as an example, you need yeah. to ask these questions yourself first. Yes. And try to yeah, get don't some answers. Yeah. If you open up to a committee, then whoever speaks the loudest now sets the, 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 right. the values. And it can't be. Right. People want to follow you, follow a singular set of values that comes from a leader they respect. Right. And then, then once you've got good answers to that, yeah. and, and you've seen me do this with Converge Coaching, Jim, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. You bring that to the team. Bring that to your key leaders and say, hey, I've been asking and answering these questions. Here's where I've landed. Yeah. Here's yeah. what I believe are the core behaviors that are hills we're going to die on uh, right. as an organization. Right. Give me feedback. I want to, I want to hear from you. Now, what we're going to talk about next is part of that conversation with your team, right? Right. Um, but I think, so I think, Jim, there is this individual aspect where the leader's got to get by himself or by herself. And yeah. really think this stuff through and pray this stuff through before they sit down with their team and right. have the, the other conversation. I think it would be horrible to go into a meeting with your team and say, I have no clue what our core values are. Let's figure that out together. Mm-hmm. I think you're in for uh, a mess. So, right. um, so this is the first thing. Uh, identify. The next piece of this is how do I, how do I amplify? You know, how do I take yeah. what we've, we've identified and then give language to it, right? right, how, right. Do I, how do I really get clarity on what I'm talking about here? So I think there's like three major questions that we need to ask about each value. Yeah. What does it mean? Why does it matter? And what are the behaviors behind that value? Yeah. So what does each value mean? For real. And so, and we lead, we lead church teams in this discussion all the time. One of my favorite things to do is to have this discussion with a group of leaders at a church or in a business. So, you know, we have a value here at Converge Coaching. One of our core values is compassion driven. Yeah. Well, how many of you know that compassion means something different to many people? (laughs) There might be 15 interpretations of what that means. I have to specify and we have to specify as a team, what do we mean when we say compassion? Yeah. What does yeah. that mean? Um, and then the, ask the next question, why does that even matter? Who cares? Yeah. You know, it, <laughs> if we get this behavior right, what is there to gain? And if we don't get it right, what is there to lose? Yeah. And this is the second. So we're unpacking that second question. Why does this value even matter? And then the third piece, which I think is really important is what behaviors are behind that value? Let's use compassion driven Mm -hmm. as an example. Yeah. You know, for, for one behavior behind that value for us as an organization is that we are able to step into our clients pain. They so when, when I'm listening and when you're listening and our other teammates are listening to a pastor or a leader, tell us what's going on in their world. Yeah. We're not detached. We're not like, we're not um, uh, clinical in our thinking. There's nothing wrong with clinical thinking. Uh, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not against that. But we have the ability, God, I think God has just given us this grace 
to be able to actually step into that with that leader for a while and feel with them the pain they're feeling. Jim, I think that's one of our superpowers as as an organization. It's core. And and so we have to ask the question, what behaviors are behind this value? So when we answer those three questions, Jim, and I know I'm going on here for a while, I really want to hear your feedback. But I think I think when we do that, it creates clarity. Yeah. It creates a sense of urgency mm-hmm. around that behavior. You know, and then it gives us common language. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. when anybody asks yeah. us in our business or at our church, what does that value mean? Yeah. The leader, people know what it means and they can give voice to that. And it's consistent throughout yeah. the organization. So I'll stop, and I'd like to hear. I, I got, yeah. I kind of got on my horse there a little bit, but I, no, I, I'm, I'm passionate about I'm, this. We've had this conversation, and I'm still learning from from what you're saying because I'm applying it to different aspects of my life now, of of the churches I get to serve now. So I, I think what I'm hearing you say those values create um, the rumble strips and the, of, of culture, but culture is what we do, not just what we believe or what we say or what we repeat. And I, I when you get to the place. It, I mean, for me, the whole goal is to, to get this to be who we are. We don't, we don't uh, worship because that's what we do. We worship because that's who we are. We don't mm-hmm. serve the poor because that's what we do. It's kind of our thing. It's not. It's, it's the thing that, that, is, that is who we are. It's expressing who we are. Yeah. And I, I, think, I think clearly defining culture so people, I, I think values give permission for good behavior, godly yes. behavior, powerful effect. They don't have to wait for a class. They don't have to wait for a card. That's right. This is who we are. And this is what we do. And I think it does just the opposite to it. It keeps us from bad behavior. We've had right. this conversation before, but in moments of great conflict with leaders that were storming out of the room, I stopped and said, stop. We don't do that here. That is not the way we behave here. And it was, they didn't know that uh, until I corrected that. And then they realized, okay, we're going to we don't, we don't hang up the phone. We don't storm off. We don't, and then come back like nothing happened. We don't do that. Yeah. That's not our culture is our values are to work things out face to face with calm hearts to forgive each other, whatever grievances that is our culture. And that is the way we behave here. Right. We don't behave that way because of our values. We do behave this way because of our values. Right. This has created this culture where no one storms out or hangs up the phone. It's not allowed. And, and I, I love that because I don't, I have to say that a few times, but I never have to say it again. Yep. The next time there's a conflict, we both sit in the room and talk because right. we know that we don't behave that way here. And not only do you not have to say that again, that individual who is now yes. gathering that and understanding this is how we operate here, he now becomes yeah. an evangelist for that. Yes. She becomes an yeah. evangelist for that. One of the beautiful things, you know, the, one of the most beautiful things for me, Jim, is not when um, I'm talking to my team about values. It's when I see my team living those yes. values out yeah. or talking to each yeah. other about it without me being involved. Yes. That's when yes. I get when excited, you, right? When you hear your kids say, please. And thank you. It was worth correcting their parents a thousand times, <laughs> right? That, that's we we're polite or whatever that, whatever yeah. that is, you know, we open the door for the lady. We, you know, when you see your grandson opening the door for his mother, you go like that, that was worth it. That's yep. That's not what he's doing. That's the culture of our family as we treat ladies like ladies. And when a four-year-old opens the door for his mommy, you know, instead of, hey, pick me up and carry me. It's like, like can I carry that for you, mom? It's a, I love that. I, like you're saying, seeing your team live those values effectively. Yes. It's like being a grandparent. <laughs> it really is. It, it, it's just yeah. exciting. So, 
So this values discussion values are really like the building blocks of culture, right? So identifying what they are, asking these three big questions. What does it mean? Why does it matter? What are the behaviors behind the value? And then here's the third piece. This is the, this is a really important as well. If you don't get this piece, the first two aren't going to help you as much. And that is how do we use those values to shape culture? Yes. Because culture, remember culture is fuel. If you have a healthy culture, you're, you have a, a lot better chance of getting to the end zone. It's crazy. If you yes, have it's... a toxic culture, you have yes. almost no chance. You, you have, I think you have zero chance of getting yes. to the end zone. So how do we do that? I mean, we're not going to go deep dive into this, Jim, but here's just mm-hmm. four things that will help you leverage values to shape culture. Yeah. First one yeah. is teaching, right? I think many times we forget this, that we get what we teach. We get what we teach. So, you know, every year we talk about values as a team. Yeah. Uh, we, when we meet, we talk about the values throughout the year. If I, if I observe one of our teammates uh, living out a core value, I make sure they yeah. know about it. And I make sure that I try to make sure the rest That's, of the team knows about it as and, well. And I just really knows we've had that conversation. We said, yeah. listen, Jim, we believe in win-win. We just had this conversation the other day. Like, yes, we did. If, if, if you win and they don't, or they win and you don't, that's that's not what we do here. So, it, And that's helpful for me because, yeah, I know, but just this one time, like, no, no, we believe in win-win right. relationships. And I, yes. it's been good. Yeah, I remember that conversation. It just happened when yeah. it happened a couple of days ago. We had this conversation. A couple days ago. <laughs> and yeah, and, and, and I I believe that. I, I, I believe. So we teach the values, right? We reinforce yeah. it. We model the value, right? One of the values we have is healthy work rest rhythms. Um, and I know this, that that's a, that's a value that allows us, if we operate like that, it allows us to speak with authority into the lives of leaders who are workaholics. Yes. And, yeah. you know, if we're workaholics, we have zero uh, credibility, zero <laughs> yeah. influence, yeah. When we tell somebody to slow down and we're not, and we're not resting. Yes. It's, it's yeah. like, it doesn't matter. It, it, there's no, yeah, can you imagine the, the zoom call? Like, Hey man, sorry, I'm late. I didn't sleep in last night. I'm working 60 hours a week. What are we talking about today? Work, rest, rhythm. Okay. This is what you should do. Like no one's listening anymore. You're, <laughs> if you're not living it, if I can't see it on right. your face, I don't want to hear it out of your mouth. It's, it, it's not true to you. So, so, so we, it might be true. I had, I need to see right. it. And, and, and really Jim, the only, the only, uh, um, transitions that we've experienced in the last nine years as, a, as an organization have been around values. Yes. Values mismatch. Yeah. And uh, yeah. so yeah. modeling, right. That's powerful. Right. Teaching is important. I think modeling is maybe more important than even teaching. Yeah. And then thirdly is celebrating. And we, and we already talked about that when somebody, you know, uh, hits the nail on the head with a value, we try, I do my best to make a big deal of that because what gets celebrated yeah. is repeated when I, yes. and that's yeah. true with raising kids. That's true yeah. with raising an organization or leading an organization. What yes. gets celebrated gets repeated. And then the last piece of, of shaping, using these values to shape culture is accountability. And I already mentioned yeah. that, right? Like, yeah. Hey, yeah. the accountability factor, I, um, you know, if, if Jim, if you're on vacation, 
Can I use you as an example? Sure. If, always, if, you, yeah. if you're on vacation and you're emailing me about work, you're yeah. going to get a, not a nice email back from me. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to yeah. go something yeah. like this. Yeah. Why are you emailing me while you're on vacation? Yeah. Are you, are you yeah. dying? Are you, right. <laughs> if you're dying, we can okay. talk about this next week. Yeah. You know, that's fine, yeah. but please yeah. don't do that again. Yeah. And um, well, and I also said a model of that when you went on vacation recently, you said, listen, you know, I'm going on vacation. I, I will be checking things, but I don't want to hear from you because I'm on vacation. If you need me, need me. I'm always here for you. If yeah. you don't need me, need me. Then I'll be back in a week or two weeks, whatever it was, 10 days. And, and then we can discuss that. And I thought that was, again, you're you're not warning us not to call you. You're, you're saying this is one of our values. I'm modeling it in front of you. I, I expect it from you and you can expect it from me. That right. when we're when we're off, we're off, and it's healthy people doing healthy things creates a healthy culture. Yeah, I I, I remember the exact words I used to, with all of you. Yeah, I said, yeah. unless you're bleeding or something is on fire, <laughs> don't call me. Yeah, uh, you, and and I think that's you know we take that seriously, right? That that yes, it means yeah. a lot to us. So, um, Jim, I I feel like the values piece um, sometimes is hard, you know, for organizations who aren't think, haven't been thinking this way at all, or maybe they did in a while back and they didn't have success. You know, they didn't feel like that went well. And so they said, ah, I'm not doing that. Right. Um, Right. Look, we want to, we want to just encourage you and challenge you at the same time today. One, you can do this. Yes. Let me just encourage you. You can learn how to do this. You don't have to be a genius. You don't have to be this. I don't know what they, I don't know what terms they use anymore for leaders, Jim, you know, that are like these, you know, just got all the skills in the world. Look, you can just be an average leader and you can do this. Yes. Um, Yes. So I want to encourage you, but I also want to challenge you. You better do this. Yeah. Because if you don't, um, I believe you will fall short of your potential as yeah. an organization. And I think that's a shame. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to be like the church down the road. You don't have to be as large as that church. You don't have to be none of that. I'm just saying yeah. to be the best possible version of you as an organization, the values uh, exercise, the values living out, all of that, I think yeah. is non-negotiable you it must happen yes well i think you said before every organization does have values and culture it just may not be the right one yeah so if if, and and i'd say this too that the right god-given wise decisive you know written known values they do a lot of heavy lifting that's right like a lot of it you don't have to run around putting out forest fires You, you can spend a lot more time planting trees because they are speaking and they are working when you are not they are right. not just on the wall, but inscribed on the hearts of, of your team. They, they will do a lot of the heavy lifting for you and people will work better. The teams will be more unified. And, and if they're not, it's because of a, a value. Like you said, the only, only separations from Converge have been not, you know, you, it hasn't been gross immoral sin. It hasn't been right. burnout. It, it's been a value thing. I, I don't believe that's not the way I want to live my life. That's not what, something I want to give my life to. Well, then that's great. But we are, we are giving our lives to this. That's right. and, and that's fine if you don't want to. There's, it gives people a, an honest choice uh, and decisions yeah. to make. And it's, it's a kind thing to do for people in your organization, for sure. Yeah, an imperative one. Thanks, John. This has been great. I, I, 
I, there, there are rarely seasons or series rather that I go, that was it. I, and, and I, it's all important. It's all meaningful. You know what I mean? But this one, I really feel like, like I said, at the beginning, th- this has been a wave you've been, God has been positioning these talks as cultures evolved. And they were planned before the news yeah. came out, before the changes came. I just, I really feel like there's a lot of wisdom in everything you say, but this has been not just wisdom. This has been, you know, it takes wisdom to build a boat. It takes wind for the boat to sail. This has had yeah. wind in it. There's been wind in mm-hmm. this one. So thank you so much for your obedience and your leadership. We all benefit from it. Right. And I, I, I would say again, like I, I try to regularly, I, I would like to have more conversations. You'd like to have more conversations. If they would want to have another conversation with you about this or other things, like say, I, I don't know, I, and there was a culture when I got here and how do I change that? We haven't addressed that. How do I, is there a retreat that I go to? Is there a process other than these simple steps? What's that look mm-hmm. like? That'd be another conversation. And how could we have that conversation with you? Yeah, the best way is to go to our website, convergecoach.com. And there's a, a contact us link that brings up a form. Fill that out, get that over to us. And myself or one of my teammates will get back to you and we'll yeah. give you 30 minutes of our time. And uh, if we can help you further, then great. If we can't help you, uh, we'll find somebody. We probably know somebody who can help yeah. you, and we'll get we'll get you yeah. into their. Uh, we'll get you you know, connected to them. You know, Jim. One other yeah. thing, real quick, I want to make sure yeah. we, we we talk about is our, our upcoming our next up, upcoming pod. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, man, we have a we have a special guest. Uh, he's been with us before, and every yeah. time he's been with us, Jim, he has just hit a home run. It has just been yeah. so good and so <laughs> memorable. So we yeah. have Josh Spurlock yeah. uh, coming back to be with us. Josh is the founder of My Counselor Online, uh, yeah. which is a clinically informed faith-based counseling ministry. I love it. And yeah. they really yeah. focus on uh, leaders, uh, on working yeah. with pastors and missionaries and their families. You know, they're dealing with people who are on the front lines, you know, uh, yeah. in the battle, yeah. in the fray. And Josh <laughs> is insightful. He's funny yeah. and he's, he's convicting. <laughs> he's all about. Yes, I was going to say, he writes truth on a two by four, hits you in the face with it. You feel better about it after he does it. And, <laughs> and like you say, you laugh. I remember, I, I, we'll share the story next week, but I, I remember him just nailing me one time and he did it with a question. This, it was straight deadpan face. And I realized what he was saying to me, I just busted up laughing. Yes. Cause that's like, you are the question I just asked you now that you've said that is so dumb. I'm embarrassed that I asked it, but you're, you know, <laughs> it was a moment of revelation. You know, I'm trying to yep. make everybody happy. He's like, yeah, Jesus didn't ever do that, did he, Jim? Like, oh, okay. So yeah, he's, it's, yeah, it's a, never you'll it. enjoy it. Yeah, you so, yeah. are. It'll be enjoyable. Right on. Well, thank you, John. Uh, speaking of enjoyable, this has been a, a great series. And thank you for your heart, your prayer, your faith. And, uh, and we are looking forward to next week. So our dear listeners and watchers, God bless you. And uh, we are cheering for you. We believe in you. We want to see you succeed. And uh, if you say, well, you know, I've heard John say many times, you know, reach out to me for that half hour. Like, do it this time. Don't don't just listen. Someday, someday you're going to start your diet. That's why you have three chins. But don't do that. Just do it this time. Get on the phone. Get on the the, the, the website, Converge Coach, and and let's let's start this conversation. God bless you. Live long and prosper as you continue to lead from alignment. Oh, 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 oh,